guys, I want to talk about the book I'm reading right now. I am finally, I'm embarrassed it took me this long. I'm finally reading Roxane Gay's Bad Feminist. I love that book so much. I oh, haven't read it, so I'm really bad. My, well, I'll lend it to you when I'm done. Please. It's so good. I I'll have lend to it tell to you, you right now. I have because, it. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, her story is, she's a very different person than I am, but I find so much in common with her relationship to the word feminist. Like, I always feel like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough of a feminist. And she opens the whole book feeling the same way. And mm-hmm. I felt, like, I read her intro and I almost just started weeping because I was like, this is, this is exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's lifted me up. And it's just a bunch of essays. It's like a collection of her essays about it's more really, or less her own life, but yeah. but cool. it's so good. And that she touches so on good. that. She comes back to that theme a lot, and sp- like talking about like, hey, I, I understand that blurred lines is not a progressive song, and it's offensive, and I should not like it. But also, but I do. I really do. Yeah. And I, and I just don't listen to the words. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna listen to the beat and write my book about how I'm a feminist. And yeah. Well, and also not a perfect. No, like, yeah. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. And you know, I saw her speak live. Uh, oh, I'm this... so jealous. I know. I tried to invite you to it. Did you? I feel like you didn't reply, Justin. Damn, where she did called you, you out where did on you the invite podcast. Me? Damn. Where did you invite me? No, it was my, our, <laughs> my co-working space does these cultural events, and they had her and Abby Jacobson speaking together. Oh, I love Abby Jacobson. I know. Maybe I like, couldn't make it, and so I just pretended it wasn't happening, so I didn't feel bad. Because <laughs> now in, I feel bad. Maybe it went in your other, you can just tell me it went in your other inbox and you didn't see it. I didn't. Okay. I don't remember seeing it. <laughs> I, I was trying to give you an out. <laughs> Um, she was so cool and so awesome. And she recommended another book that I just finished reading called Girl, Woman, Other, which is about, it's a, it's fiction, but it's not her book too. It was just a book she was had on her nightstand that she was reading. And it was black women in the UK and all these various stories that are sort of connected by a thread, but like, but ultimately the lives are really different and it spans all the generations from like the youths. The, like, 16-year-old, like, punk kids to, like, their moms and grandmas and stuff like that. And it was so good. She recommended it, though. And I so mm-hmm. now I just want to read everything that she reads because awesome. she's got such good taste. Yeah. It's a good way to love do you, it. Love you, Roxanne. Maybe you should come on our podcast, Roxanne. I mean, I would love that. <laughs> I will gladly yeah. reach out to her. I did try to reach out to her once a few years back i was writing a screenplay about robert smalls who was uh he was a slave who escaped by stealing a confederate warship during the civil war mm-hmm. and he freed himself and 13 other slaves and i heard that story on a I podcast i heard that story too and i was like this is the coolest heist film i've never seen <laughs> yes. and so i just wrote the heist film version of it and i was mm-hmm. trying to reach out to people who i look up to who yeah. are like mm-hmm black speakers and leaders and and like see if they knew somebody who could fact check it for me or like see if they could get it produced Um, dude you should send it to barack and michelle's new company oh maybe i will it's a good idea yes but i was reading bad feminist like while i was writing it and i was like she seems like somebody who (laughs) might be interested in this because she's also somebody who seems to be writing like 70 different things at the same time right let me take a load i'll write something for you and then you can just help or whatever (laughs) but not that i should be reaching out to people it was so cool to see her live and abby jacobson guys did you know she's in the new um she they're doing a remake of league of their own yeah Yeah. oh i didn't know that and she's like one of the spearhead actors on it i think she she wrote it co-wrote it as well i think so yeah Yeah. i think so it was they were so cool that was a cool event justin I'm jealous Next I missed time, it. Next time, don't lose it in your inbox. I will. I'll do my best. <laughs> so this is, broadly speaking, 
This is yeah. um, this is a little <laughs> bonus thing we're going to do because I wanted I wanted our listeners to be able to get to know us, the hosts, as as people in more of a I don't know what's what non presentational yeah a non presentational setting a more casual that's the word I was looking for a casual we're all setting. very casual we're sitting here sipping tea mm-hmm, and just chilling on the lanai yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very casual no Speak lanai. For So I'm Justin Xavier. I'm Sarah Gorski. I'm Sam Eggers. And um, we just want to talk about like what's going on in our lives. I'm like, you know, um, we're a broad positive podcast. We are broad positive. And it's great to talk about broads in our day to day life and Mm -hmm. how we're connecting with the broad world. I think so. That's kind of just the the picture we wanted to show you. Especially when we have moments like the one I had the other day where uh, I'm broad positive. I try to use the word broad more and more in a more positive way now. Mm -hmm. Um, But the game Pokemon Go. I don't know if do either of you play Pokemon Go. You'll be shocked to learn that I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play, but I I know you do, Justin. Yes. Justin and... is the king of nerds of this room. <laughs> <laughs> He's the nerdy um, here. I'm pretty nerdy. So I there's a Pokemon called Oddish. You can nickname all your Pokemon. And there was a a very strong female Oddish that I caught. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to give it like a badass name. And I, w- I wanted to call it Broadish. You know, a slight pun and a slight spelling of the same Pokemon yeah, name. Yeah. Bringing your life together, full right. circle. And so, I, and so I typed in Broadish into the, the name thing and I clicked OK. And I got a notification from Pokemon saying, we can't save this name. This word is inappropriate. <gasps> this, inappropriate! This name, this name contains inappropriate text. Is it inappropriate in Japan? Is Japan is the game maker, right? Well, Niantic makes the Pokemon Go app. Uh, Japan is where the Pokemon company is headquartered. I wonder who wow. the culprit is in terms of that word being. I know. Marked. I I feel I'm like so it's surprised. I feel like it's Niantic or Niantic, the the game maker. And we should write them. And then I started just like trying to sample a bunch of other words, like which ones are okay and which mm-hmm. ones are not okay. Like none of the curse words are okay. But it, I just found it so weird that broad is one of them. And I, then I was like, well, what about broad by itself? And it was like, sorry, this name contains inappropriate text. What about vagina? Wow. Could you name it vagina? I didn't try vagina, but I feel like they probably wouldn't let me. I feel like if I played Pokemon Go, I would just try naming it. I would just try naming all the names. (laughs) Wow. I mean, they really wanted to cover their bases. I mean, I I guess that's good. I'm glad that you can't use anything that possibly could be construed as offensive, but I'm so shocked that's that's on the list. Like the word broad itself also means like breadth, like wide, like the broad ocean, the broad sea. Like Mm -hmm. that's such a weird, that is weird. I don't understand. Broad haters. Yeah. Broad haters. Shocking. So I just, we're trying to reclaim the word. <laughs> yeah, we are. Let's get it back. And I was, I've, I've been trying to look out for like other podcasts that are similar to this one. So I started doing research on like other like historical women podcasts. And it made me even happier that Broads You Should Know is the name of our podcast. I think the word broad gives such a different vibe than other words of the same ilk. Like, there's a podcast called The History Chicks, Mm -hmm. which is, Mm -hmm. I listen to a few episodes and it's really informative. They do so much research. They're like two and a half hours long. Whoa. Um, That's long. Wow. But it feels- Do they swear? Are they explicit? No. And that's that's the thing. That's like part of why I'm like, (laughs) broads fits for us because it is kind of like, we're on the fringes. We're a little- 
rougher around the edges, but also... <laughs> I mean, we're just... I mean, I think we're respectful, but we're not precious. Yeah. Like, and there's something... I think so. There's something I enjoy about making the stories of these broads, no matter how old they are in history, like making them feel fresh and making them feel like people that we could meet today and what would that be like? You know, I, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I, I think I appreciated that most, like, of all the things that I love about Hamilton, I appreciated that most is that I felt like, oh, look, our founding fathers are were human beings too and mm-hmm. had lots of other problems. And it just felt really fresh to me and it kind of, like, inspired me to try to re-examine my, like, viewpoint of historical figures and try to put them less in this other world that's unrelatable and more of, Take like, them off well, the how pedestal. are they related to right. now? And they lived in the same place we do. And the more and more research we do and the more broads we do, the more we see all these parallels between all these different time periods and all these different countries and eras mm-hmm. and people dealing with the same issues over and over. So it's not actually often as, as foreign as, as it feels, you know. They're not dealing with issues that don't exist anymore at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them, but... <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I also want to check in a little bit on just, like, our personal lives. Like, anything you want to talk about that's going on right now that you're excited about? Sam, I know you're in a play. I don't know if you want to talk about that here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you? I don't know. Emma's a great um, broad. I'd rather not talk about no. it here. All right. But I, but I appreciate you asking yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I'm wearing my new... Ruth Bader Ginsburg descent collar earrings, and I love them. Oh, that's so cool. I did not even know what, that, that, what those were. Yes, because every time Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, is dissenting an opinion that the court is presenting, she wears a specific collar. Mm-hmm. And so it's becoming this, like, pop culture feminist thing. Is this? I, but, like, I am totally bought into it, and I love it. And I have a necklace, too, but I feel like ne- the necklace doesn't go as well with everything. So I've been wearing cool. my Cool. Did anybody earrings. see the movie, uh, RB, uh, the movie on Ruth Bader Ginsburg? No, not yet. Was it Which actually one? really good. The not, documentary? Not the documentary, the movie. The one with um, um, Felicity, Felicity Jones. Jones. Thank you. Yeah, Felicity Jones. Um, who I actually am not on the basis of sex. Yes, thank yes, you. That's the one. I don't really love Felicity Jones, so I kind of was like, oh, I don't want to see it, but I was on an airplane. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I mean, anything with Bear Ginsburg is going to be cool. And I'm even more obsessed with her. Like, she's incredible. It's incredible. I don't know how people have the energy. This is something I feel like, amazing. I feel like it recurs with all, is recurring with all of our broads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do you get the energy? And you're up against so much. Yeah. I just find that incredible. And then it makes me, when I'm like, you know, whining and being a baby and like, (laughs) (laughs) and then you're like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is fighting cancer and she does 30 push-ups every morning. It's true. Every every time I edit one of our episodes, I'm just like, you know, I need to work harder. Yeah. (laughs) I I got nothing to complain about. Do you guys know I'm volunteering right now for one of the best broads we got running for presidential Ooh. campaign uh-huh. i've been volunteering for liz warren yeah mm-hmm. she's I'm my girl her. i'm obsessed about her to be honest with you i could probably fill an entire episode up about i think her. you should she's amazing yeah please maybe do. we'll save that for another yeah. episode please yeah. do but next time we record yeah she's she's a bee's knees and it's cool. I haven't ever volunteered for a political campaign before. So it's been like a totally new area to like dip the toe into mm-hmm. for me because I think it always felt like something that other people did. <laughs> and then I just like care too much about this election and all the things that are kind of going berserk in our country right now. And so I was like, oh, I just feel like I got to be a part of it. And like it's been an experience and it's been awesome. Because she runs, like, a really cool campaign. And I think I always thought, like, I think my only exposure to politics and campaigns was, like, the West Wing. <laughs> so it's, like, this, this like, fictionalized Sorkin version of politics. Which is sort of fiction, sort of not, obviously. But right. I think I didn't know what to expect 
And it's been just super cool. I'm awesome. I like encourage listeners. I encourage all of you not to be afraid of of like participating, uh, participating, or at least trying it out. Because if it sucks, you can just drop it and not do it. But it's not as actually as hard or insane as I kind of like. I had some Sorkin version that was going to be some intense, crazy experience. And it's like it's not at all. It's like really cool people who have really similar like values and beliefs coming together for a common cause, and it's actually super fun. Awesome. Yeah, so go get it. You know, I actually would like to say something because I thought I was like, I don't have anything to say on that. But I do have something to say on the show I'm doing. So I'm doing a musical, Emma, and it's uh, based on the Jane Austen novel, Emma. And it made me think about when you were talking about broads, I'm thinking about Jane Austen was a broad. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's an old school broad, but she's a broad. It's, It's kind of fun to think about her writing stories about struggles for women in a time when the biggest struggle was I will be if I don't get married I am my my life is 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 pretty much over I'm a disappointment right. and a burden to my family and how on earth will I be supported financially and a spinster and a spinster except except not, not a spinster because you don't have any money <laughs> right. um and, unless you do happen to be born into certainly wealth into a lot of wealth but how wasn't often she that wasn't Jane Austen wealthy wasn't her family I don't think they were I don't think they were super wealthy I think she was okay but I don't think they were like absurdly wealthy but she was she was fine and she never. Married married and I think she died pretty fairly young she died like the age of 40 but I just think it's it would be so nice if she could know now how beloved her novels Mm -hmm. are and that her work has been adapted eight billion times and such a cute story too I love it it is sweet it's a very very sweet story I'm not familiar feel bad (laughs) wait have you seen clueless Yes. That's the plot of Emma. Oh. <laughs> I never thought it of is. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, it so is you, a cute story. It is cute. Yes, yeah, so you do know Emma. <laughs> I do know Emma. Look at that. I oh, mean, no. to be fair, Justin's not the target audience of not, the Yeah, book not usually. <laughs> I think I am the target audience. I just didn't know it yet. I, just, I spent so much of my life being like, no, this stuff isn't for me. It's for girls. And then, like, later in life, I've, I've fallen into, like... But I like all of this, so... Right, isn't that such a problem with entertainment in general? It's sort of like, well, this movie, this is a chick flick, and this is a this is an action movie, so guys like this. And it's like, well, no, it's all entertainment, it's all human stories, and if you just let people enjoy what they enjoy, I'm sure I think a lot of men do enjoy Jane Austen and would enjoy it. I think a lot of women enjoy slasher movies yeah. and mm-hmm. action films. Part of why it was so exciting that Parasite swept the Oscars because it was mm-hmm. so it's so between genres. Yeah. It doesn't it really defies all like genre categories you try to put it in. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting I like I find that as an audience member so exciting cuz I love stories that aren't targeted yeah. for mm-hmm. and Parasite is so good. Oh, Just so so good. Every level. So if you haven't seen Parasite, go see Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else I watched recently that I loved? I loved Anne with an E. Oh, the, the I didn't new, see that. It's the new Anna Green Gable show that oh, Netflix just canceled oh. after the second season. Bummer, was, Netflix. Pull sorry, it together. I didn't watch it in time for oh. them to. But you know, everyone watches the one from. I love the old one. I know. It's a favorite I know, up. me too. But the new one is so cute too. Oh, I and the girl give her a is so cute who plays Anne. I can't remember her name. But it's so like, it just focuses on, you know, did, did you ever read, Aunt, Justin, did you read Anna Green Gables? No. Do you know, Anne is this such a bright smart, creative, like, her character is so... She's one of the best, I think, young girl characters that's ever been written because she just kind of defies all the... 
you know, be a sweet girl and sugar and spice and all things and all that stuff. She's not that at all. She's the opposite of it. She speaks her mind and it gets her into a lot of trouble because it's inappropriate half the time with the adults she's around. And But she's also this incredibly creative girl and she has all these stories. Part of it is that she's in an orphanage for a good part of her childhood. So she reads these books as escapism and she kind of builds these stories herself. But the show really I honors... I like that, for sure. The show honors the spirit of that like creativity and wonder in the world. And I think like a ton of my friends when it first came out were hating on it because everybody loves the, the OG one, mm-hmm. which I still love. I th- but I think you can love... Both. Yeah. And I think the new one is really sweet. I was really sad to hear that they didn't continue it. But it's worth watching. I think for both of you, actually. It's totally great. off topic, but have you guys watched Cheer on Netflix? No. No, but I saw it posted. Oh is it interesting? Is it great? I get it together and watch Cheer. <laughs> I, have, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. I, you need to see <laughs> oh, it so we wow. can talk about even it. Even if you're not point. really interested in that subgenre yes. of life. Yep. <laughs> okay. yeah, I, yep. did, I did just see somebody on Facebook who is like one of my most vocal feminist friends who was like, I've been obsessed with cheer. I can't stop watching it. And you're such a different person than she is. So (laughs) like, I'm like, wow, it's hitting a whole broad spectrum of people. I'm never the type of person. Like when I saw it was called cheer, I thought, oh, it's a TV show about cheerleaders. I I could care less. So not something I'm interested in. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but then it was a document. I heard it was documentary and that people are, it's really, really good. And now, I mean, I don't know if people are calling it a documentary. It's because more like a, I don't know. It's not really real. I guess it's reality, but it's more of a documentary. I don't know. It's huh. more documentary than reality, which because I don't like reality TV. But me neither. This is except for like sometimes cooking shows. Yeah, me too. Some, Same. but not all cooking shows. No, I like <laughs> when they're nice to each other. Cooking shows. I don't right. want to mean. I don't need to watch people be mean to each other on right. TV. Like that's right. horrible. Why do I want to see that? No, I've never been like a Gordon Ramsay fan. I just no. like all that yelling. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to see creative things. Like you open that can of olives. What are you going to do with it? Holy crap! Yeah, I made. <laughs> a dessert. Well, that's like the that's like the cheerleading. This is the cooking shows of cheerleading because you're like you're gonna do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my god, they did it. Oh my god. And also Ooh. the town they're okay, in. Okay. There's a scene. I'm just gonna say one thing. There's a scene <laughs> where it's a community college and you see the class. So apparently in Texas, you're required to take a um, like a history of your state class. That's part of their like GED. So I guess no other state does this apparently Which except state? Texas. Of course, Texas is obsessed with itself. So they, I'm not getting so Don't much hate tread on, on Texas me, right? right now. <laughs> Justin's um, Texas face is priceless. <laughs> priceless. But the woman's like, what do we believe in Texas? And I just, just watch, even if you just watch it for that scene so that you can pick your jaw up and put it back on your face. Right. And then come and talk about it on this podcast. Justin, That's maybe all. we should watch it together. Maybe we should. <laughs> we'll talk about it on the next Broadly Speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's us. That's our lives right now. Is there anything, anything at all that you want to like plug or send people to like go find you in other places online? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So my husband and I wrote a, what we feel is a really topical and really awesome. It is uh, really awesome. I'll verify. I watched it. it. I also watched it. It's great. Um, it's called Dickie and B. D-I-C-K-I-E and B-B-E-A. And uh, you can check us out on Instagram and you can check out our website, uh, DickieandB.com. And hopefully we'll be able to exhibit it soon online. We're going to some festivals. We're going to the Winter Hell Film yeah, Fest in are. NYC coming up. Nice. So. You guys, I just want to say Sam is really great in it. She's she really is. funny. You're guys, really funny. You and I'm so not just nice. saying that because I'm sitting next to her and I'm afraid of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm no, it, does, it, has, it has a really nice, like 
comedic energy to it, like almost like a 30 rock, like a, a comedic energy that that I really enjoyed where it's yeah, it's not quite set in a reality, but it's totally set in our current reality. Yay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's like our millennial our millennial lives. It's a little bit of our millennial experience. That's about a couple uh, <laughs> but it's funny. Their, their life with student loan debt. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. I promise you won't be it's sad. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, it's like a funny <laughs> version of Parasite. There we go. <laughs> oh my God, I'll take that. Oh wow. But yeah, so if you're in NYC, come to the Winter Film Fest at the end of February and come see it and uh, or check us out online and we'll be exhibiting it online very soon, hopefully, so that uh, you can see it. What's the website again? Dickieandb.com. Classic. With an I <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Sarah, anything for you? Um, not plug your business or your Instagram. Not, or, no. Oh, you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she says shyly. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just Sarah Sarah Gorski. It's just my name. Um mm-hmm. not I don't have a lot of um creative stuff in the hopper at the moment. I'm kind of going through like a big move, which is such a pain in the butt. It's the worst. Mm. But, you know, I pet my cats a lot. They're doing great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They like the podcast as far as I can tell. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. My parents don't listen to it, so what can you do? We'll see we'll see what happens. Well, yes. <laughs> they don't listen to it yet. Yes. It's, you know, I think I told you guys this. (laughs) My dad said to me when he listened to the first episode with me, he was like, well, it's not like Krista Tippett's on being podcast. I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. It's It's a different. That's a comment you could make. It is a comment and it's not incorrect. That should should go in our advertising. (laughs) It's not Krista Tippett's. It's not Krista Tippett's on being. (laughs) But I like that podcast. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) I could think of some other things we're not. Yeah. We should just list a whole bunch of things that we're not. And, yes. But people call to mind those things and people but will be like, But then hashtag oh. them too so that people like get some traffic. Not on being. <laughs> hashtag yes. not on being. Not on being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love that. Love it. Uh, what about well, you, Justin? Yeah, what you, what got you got? I, uh, I, you can follow me on Instagram at the Justin Xavier. Don't you have a movie? Um, that's I do have a movie that's coming out soon. Just dropped the trailer. I saw it. I did it. just drop the trailer. And it's great. It's yes. playing. The movie's playing at Cinequest. The world premiere is March 7th and 8th. What's the uh, name of it, Justin? The, the movie is called <laughs> Roadhead. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. And it, <laughs> it's a little it's a little horror comedy. It's very weird. It's the very wrote? offbeat. I did Badass. write the film. Uh, so if you're interested in film, I have a, another movie I wrote, came out a couple years ago, called Sick for Toys, which is available to rent or buy or whatever. It's also very Get good. It. Not as funny, though. Not funny at all. No. <laughs> Much more serious. Uh, <laughs> but Justin's very good in it. But if you take out the score, it becomes a comedy, which I which I learned <laughs> when I watched the assembly edit before we had a score. <laughs> I was like, this movie is hilarious. <laughs> And then the score came in, and I'm like, oh, no, it's really spooky. Nope, nope, nope this nope, is very, it's funny. amazing what music can do. <laughs> no, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty creepy. Yeah. Justin gets, I get raped. I get raped in it. Oh, I was going to say kidnapped. Oh, kidnapped. I was going to spare the audience. <laughs> it's, it's the opening scene. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> Justin's uh, really good in it, guys. Oh, though. thank you. Uh, and and you I have get to see his face. You do get yeah. to see my face. I have a, another podcast called A New Perspective that I do with my partner, Amber Tiana. And it's uh, a podcast about learning from other people's experiences. We have people on who have experienced something that we haven't, and they talk to us about it. We interview them, and then we talk about what we learned. So you can check that out wherever you listen to this podcast. It's available there, too. Awesome. I think that's it. 
think that's cool. it for now. We'll update Yay. you guys again soon. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Interact with us on social media at Broads You Should Know or any of our personal accounts. I tag them all the time. And we'll be back with our regular episode this Wednesday.